Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. I just want you to know a little something about your host. Karen Deerwester is an educator, author, and all-in cheerleader for kids being kids. Karen has been a corporate spokesperson as well as a reasonable and reliable voice for kids and parents in print and on TV on NBC, MSNBC, NPR, Parents Magazine, and many more. Best of all, Karen leads the parent-child classes right here at B'nai Torah Congregation of Boca Raton, Florida. Get ready for some fun, a ton of encouragement, and maybe a little inspiration. Today we have our first grandparent conversation. We have grandparents at the square table. It's a time of enormous love for your grown children and for these new little people in your life. Grandparenting is an entirely new relationship. In some ways, you're different people than you were when you were raising your children. A different time in your life, different expectations, and different commitments. And of course, in some ways, you're still very much the parent to your own grown children. Finding all the best ways to be supportive without being intrusive, respectful without overstepping clear and unspoken boundaries. Welcome, Maddie Shane, Fred and Nancy Goldstein. I can't wait to hear about your grandparent experience. So I'm going to put Fred on first. Fred, tell me, you've been how long you've been a grandparent, the different ages of your grandchildren, what it's meant for you? Well, the, been a grandparent uh, approximately 10 years. We have three boys, 10 years old, 7 years old, and 22 months old. <laughs> it's an absolutely incredible experience. And the, the feeling that I get, uh, you know, people ask me, you know, why are grandparents so crazy? I think that one of the reasons I know that I feel is that I always feel like it's a second chance. When you have your first child... There's no rule book, and you make mistakes. Well, you think you learned from all those things that you did when you had the second child, but you make other mistakes. And now you have the grandchildren, and you've really learned what to do and what not to do, what to say and what not to say. Number two, you, you're not the disciplinarian. You're not the one that's going to yell at them. You're not going to want the one who takes things away. And all you know is love, and it's all unconditional from both ends. So, so it's an amazing experience. And I've heard and seen and have been a witness to the amazing kinds of interactions you've had with your grandchildren. And it's the gift. It's the ultimate gift that um, can only, I think, come from a grandparent. So bravo. And I, wanna, I have a million more questions. But Nancy, tell me. I think for me, uh, part of the amazing part of it is to watch my children parent. Uh, I will never forget when Charlie was born, our oldest, and uh, I went out to California uh, to, to meet him. And when I saw Brian pick him up and swaddle him and feed him, it brought emotions that I don't think I ever had. And uh, watching uh, Brian parent our two older grandchildren. It's just been a wonderful experience. Now, I know they had a wonderful model, Fred, and they really did as a father, 
but uh, he just let's just put that please. Well, (laughs) but uh, he he just shines, and uh, that is part of the joy when I'm with the children to see him and his wonderful wife and how they have created this family and how they're parenting. Okay, so you're watching your son become a parent, and then now you've just seen your daughter become a parent. Is there a difference? Definitely. Well, there's a difference because they're different. Um, Brian and Christine are were when Charlie was born, and we went out there after maybe six weeks. Christine said, "You do whatever you want. Whatever if you want to stay, Fred and Nancy, whatever." And they had, they made us feel at least that they had total trust in us. Uh, With Beth and John, it's a little different. Um, They are. Uh, different parents, and uh, they're not so easy to let go. Sure. So it's sure. a different. And they're I a bit more protective. Right. right. And you're also here full time with them in Maybe. some ways. So who knows? Yeah. And I and think a- they had their children older, yeah. and uh, you know he's number one, and he will be one. So I think it's a little different. Yeah. And of course, the, the things that daughters say to their own parents is different Definitely. Than, than what the, than that son-parent relationship may be. Right. But yeah, it's um, it's been an incredible journey. Yes. Wow, Maddie. <laughs> well, there's nothing more than I can say than I'm blessed to have two amazing grandchildren who have made my life totally complete. Um, I have an amazing family. Um, background of us with always being together, the whole family, and sharing, and um, we are continuing this with our grandchildren. We have family Sundays, you know, dinners, and um, I'm very involved in driving them and taking them and doing things with them because my children, my daughter works full-time for us. She was on the Working Moms podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And her and her sister are very dedicated to the business. And so I chose to step in because I trust no one because I'm not normal. (laughs) And I didn't want anyone driving them. Um, We're blessed to have the lady that... I just thought you wanted them all to yourself. No, (laughs) no. They're they're their kids. (laughs) No, I meant to to intense with having somebody else hands-on. Well, yes. That definitely. I mean... But we were blessed. We have Lana, who has been with us, but she doesn't drive. And mm-hmm. if she did drive, this would be a whole different dynamic. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to spend as much quality time as I can with them. I enjoy teaching them and doing with them and playing with them and interacting with them. And I respect the fact that my daughter and her, her husband, who are amazing parents, are trying to earn a better life for them. So I'm glad they feel the way they feel about me and trust me to be able to step in and do what I'm doing. The day will come that they won't need me anymore. So I'm doing the best I can at this point and loving every minute of it. Yeah, trust plus enormous gratitude. Yeah, I think the trust part is a very important part. It's nice when your children trust you with their children, so you say to yourself, you know, I must have done a good job. Well, I can't say that, Fred. I was never around, so I'm vicariously supposedly living through raising Dylan and Bryce because Grandma wasn't there supposedly for them. But no, my kids, thank God, they do trust me, and I have great respect for what they're doing, trying to achieve, so that my grandchildren and them can have a better life 
when I'm no longer capable of doing mm-hmm. this. <laughs> but you are very, I mean, so like Fred was saying, I'm here um, in a whole different role, and I'm here for the fun and for, I mean, I don't want to use the word enrichment, but I'm trying to, like, Fred is sort of like, I can just stretch every moment into magic. But you are very much part of the day-to-day, the the teaching them, you know, this is okay and this is not okay. And and so you have a different kind of relationship. Yes, I, I definitely have a different relationship than parents that don't have their kids here. Um, I do take a lot of, um, not instruction, but direction from my daughter how she wants right how she wants her children to be and and everything. Sure, there are moments that there's just no way you can honor what what a child says to you. You have to take matters in your own hand. They have. I know my grandchildren have utmost respect and love for me, and we have an amazing amazing relationship. I mean, my day's made when my grandchildren say to me, "Grammy, we love you." Mm-hmm. What more can you want in life? Right. That's it. That's I mean, it. that to me is it. Okay. Because the unconditional love goes both ways. I mean, you're giving it, you're, you're like raining it on them, Correct. but it's coming back. Totally. Because as someone who was, who, who was very, very close to her grandmother, and, and I, I mean, my grandmother lived in the house with us for the first five years. So that idea of knowing that this person was, n- was never going to scold me or correct me. <laughs> you know, it was like, and, and if she'd give, and maybe if she did, it just didn't feel like a parent kind of thing mm-hmm. because because it was a different kind well, of unconditional Well, definitely, love. and it doesn't feel like a parent because right. I definitely discipline and I definitely correct them and I definitely put them in their place. I don't let them get away with murder because I think that's part of raising a child to be a good child and respectful and everything, but I go to a point, whereas mommy and daddy can go to the point above grandma. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think that's a very good point because my mother always brought me up saying, Whatever you do, you have to respect. And when I'm with the kids in California, I say to them, we could have fun, we could do whatever you want, we could have ice cream for breakfast, whatever it is. But the moment you become disrespectful, it all changes. Because I will not tolerate that. If you don't put boundaries for your kids, you can forget it. When they know they've got you, like my husband, who loves them unconditionally and having the blast with them, but he's their play toy. Okay, he's the place to pops, pops, okay? Mm-hmm. He can say, he can do, and all I do is scream and say, Alan, you don't tell children this. Alan, you don't do this. Alan, <laughs> girls, you don't listen you to this. You just switch that to Fred, okay. and it's the same thing. Okay, and being Nancy's husband, I can understand it, okay? Um, but, you know, the bottom line is, is we've got to be there for as much as we can for our grandchildren while we can and do what we can the best we know how. I, I, I agree with the particular point in that we're getting older. We're not youngsters anymore. And so I want whatever time we have that we are physically and financially able to do what we do is to do it as often as possible. 1,000%. I think that besides having the wonderful opportunity to love unconditionally, uh, Fred and I both feel strongly that it's also our obligation, our duty as grandparents to also be there to uh, guide them and to pass on different uh, family history, our heritage. Um, I commend my husband uh, since the day Charlie's been born, and he does this with all three. He writes a handwritten letter to them monthly and talks to them in the letter about just everyday things. 
and he never misses. And uh, Brian and Christine have created a book of this, and as Beth has started to do that, and uh, talking, you know, about anything as well as heritage, Jewish holidays, and so on, so that they know who we are, and they can have this forever and ever. Uh, and that's part of, for me, uh, not only the fun and the games, but I feel I have a very strong obligation you to my children. You can look history to the past, to traditions, mm-hmm. right. to a world their parents And to understand our values. Right. Yeah. And, and I write a lot of things that I know that they do not understand now. today. But they will as they get older and they read it. And when I first started, I put a dollar for each kid in the envelope. Mm -hmm. And they just got a raise to two (laughs) dollars. That's a big shot. (laughs) But I told them that the reason for the money is that a third of the money, they can do whatever they want. A third of the money, they have to save. A third of the money goes to charity, whatever charity they want to do. I'm right there with you. I do the same thing. And they do it. Mm-hmm. And they do it. And mm-hmm. the, the biggest return that I get on that is that when I go to California, the boys treat me for Chinese food. Uh, and how wonderful is that? But you also have in today's world, which is wonderful for you, unlike my mother and father, you have FaceTime, where you can actually connect, see your grandchildren, talk to your grandchildren, although they're not physically, bodily in front of you. You can see them. Mm-hmm. And my my parents, unfortunately, I lived in New York, and they didn't weren't around they couldn't do that. So the letters, the FaceTime, it's all so much better today than it was many mm-hmm. years ago. And it's beautiful. And I'm with you with the, I'm teaching my girls Christmas. We go to the dollar store. We buy 100 gifts, and we go to the fire department. Right. We drop them off, and they they know that that's for kids that aren't as fortunate that's as them. That's and great. And I agree with you. I think starting at a young age, and when they're older, we'll take them down to like a, maybe a food bank so that they can right. feed you know, so many great things. But again, I also think a lot of this has to do with, and I'm kudos to Nancy. Nancy is an amazing director. Mm-hmm. I think she teaches the families, not only the children, the families, what needs to be done and, and right. And teachers like Karen, who are, forget it, there's no words, okay? These are people that are giving our children, our, grand, our children and our grandchildren, a basis of an amazing life. Mm-hmm. Okay, not that they can't go astray, because none of us know what the future mm. is. We can do the best we can. And unfortunately, you know, society and peers and all that screw them up. But if we try now to do the best we can for them, hopefully they That's will That's the other thing I think you give both the parents and the grandchildren is that sense of resilience and optimism, because you've been through struggles. You've seen the world less than perfect many times over. Mm -hmm. And so when the scary things happen for them, grandparents are the ones that can hold the hope Mm -hmm. that says, look, we've, you know, in history, we've come through so many bad times. So you can let them know that, you know, that whatever comes, we'll be able to all face it together. My my son had an interesting commentary on that. A very dear, my best friend of uh, 45 years just passed away. And so my son flew in to be with me. And he said to me, you know, Dad, one day it's going to happen to you and Mom. I mean, we know that. And we will mourn, we will cry, but we will move on. He said, but the grandchildren will be destroyed. He said, because 
all they know is your love and her love and whatever. And it's going to be very, very difficult for them. And that's what happened with my friend's grandchildren. One of them didn't go to school for a month. He wouldn't get out of bed. It's such a deep, deep, mm-hmm. deep grief. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but again, it's, and it's and in many cases, it's the child's first right. grief. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's there's no substitute for the depth of that love and the depth of that relationship. But I think at that unconditional love, somehow, even when that day comes... Yeah, it gets through. It helps you through right. it. Well, I also um, think you need to prepare your children about this. Many times my, my grandchildren will say to me, where's your father? Mm-hmm. And I'll go, my poppy, your poppy is in heaven. And what does that mean? And I you know, explain, where is so-and-so? And I explain, and I explain that in life... We're born and we die. You know, I try to give them a basis. I think we need to, not only us, their parents, uh, need to direct them to understand that this is what life is about. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think starting it young, although it's hard sometimes to answer their questions because mm-hmm. they have a lot of very interesting <laughs> questions. Um, I mean, I, I will say I give Lauren and Evan kudos. They're amazing with how to relate things, you know, in, in life with the with the kids and their outlook is you know you don't have to hide anything well i think all of you have very very philosophical um curious questioning children that that are going to ask the deep Mm. questions the profound questions and the hard questions and they're hard they're They're hard hard because you don't know what's correct then but it's 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 not that you don't know it's that you have to look so deeply within yourself look within yourself and make sure that what you're relaying is going to be respecting your own children exactly because sometimes there could be some difference and maybe you haven't had the opportunity to discuss it Mm -hmm. so if you're imparting certain things like that you i believe you have to tread a little softly that's a question that I have for you based on everything you've been saying. So the conversations you have with your grown children, do those usually come before the situations arise? Or do you have to have them like, like how much do you talk in advance about what do we talk about? What are we allowed to do? What are we not allowed to do? How do I respect you? Or or how or do you just sort of wing it? I, I just think I just wing it. We just I think we just wing it. I think that Lauren and my other girl daughter Gabby respect me as a mother and as a person. That they know I'm not going to do anything out of their realm of what they think is right um, to their children. Although I don't, they don't have to agree with my Might ways, and right. I don't have to agree with theirs. Right. But we respect what each other has. But I think I would, I would, I don't know if you would, but I would find it very hard if I had to go, hi, can I, you know? Right. I mean, you're, you're, you're not trusting a me. Person. You know, you're not even, <laughs> not even that. You're trusting me with your, with the, my grandchildren. You're trusting me as a, a grandparent and I respect you as parents. So we sort of work in sync with each other. I would find it very difficult to have to say, you know, mommy, may I? Uh, right. That would yeah. be hard for me as a, as a I think I, I've gone, with the kids in California, I've gone off the beaten path a little bit a couple of times. And my daughter very nicely said that that's not the way we handle things in the house. And now I know. And you respect it. And I respect it. And, and, and that her famous three words is, Fred, be careful. <laughs> I, I think, I too, because... <laughs> but, Nancy, now, I don't hold that. Where are yeah. you going with that? But also keep... The, my question is, you have a daughter-in-law. And so... Okay. I was going to say that. Is that where you're going? That, okay. Um, I think... 
we're very blessed that we have a wonderful relationship with our son and our daughter-in-law and my daughter and my son-in-law. And I think that comes from open conversations. Um, when we're in California, uh, look, we, we've discussed many times, uh, my children have, uh, Christine is not Jewish, Brian is Jewish, and I have asked certain questions to her and to him because he has certain values and I want to be very clear that I'm not imparting anything that would be disrespectful to her. Uh, I'm very lucky that she's so open and she has uh, ingratiated the Judaism and is so respectful of it, but I also would never want to do anything to disrespect her. So I think that no, I don't ask, can I, may I? But I also always have in the back of my mind, what is the right thing to do? And where is she coming from? And where from is she coming equations. from? Yeah. And uh, also with our, you know, our son-in-law and our daughter and, and having conversations and trying to understand what they want as parents for their child. And we can want something maybe a little different, but we're all on the same page that we want them to grow up to be healthy, happy, respectful uh, people who are going to give something to our world. Okay, so, so we all believe ask, that. What's the biggest change from how you guys parented to how your grown children are parenting today? Um, mine is similar. Um, I worked. I had a business. I was never around. Not that Lauren isn't around. She's there. I also had live and help, which is there. Um, a lot of ours hasn't really changed. Um, the only difference is, is I didn't have my mother with me. Okay, so I, I had Lorna, but she didn't drive. So for me, the difference was is I didn't have what Lauren has in me. Um, and I don't know if my mother did live there, she'd be like I am. I have no idea. I, this is what I've chosen. Nobody made me do this. This is what I wanted to do. Um, and my daughter and son-in-law respected it, and they accepted it. I'm sure they sometimes want to kill me, but that's okay. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I don't only try to make it easy for them. I try to make it easy for Lauren and Evan also, because they work so much. So if I can help them in any way, I'm there too for them. I'm, that's how I am. That's me. Yeah. You know, if, I, if you need me, I'm there for you. And um, so my, I don't think, has changed. I mean, they're a little more relaxed than I was, but, you know. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, yeah my, my kids, I think also, my, the kids in California, they're a little bit more relaxed than at least than I was. They're, um, they don't let their business life interfere with their personal life with the kids, where I would take it home with me a lot of times. Um, they do not in any way, I don't want to say lie to the kids, but even if there's a question that is very difficult to answer, they will not avoid it. I avoided it when they were growing up, you know, and I would refer them to Nancy, but I would pretty much, I'd pretty much avoid it. And they treat them, since they're born, they treat them as young adults. 100%. And I didn't do that. You know, I, I was a playmate to my kids. Right, exactly. I agree with that. They do. The kids today do treat their children, involve them in everything. They don't hold things back. Um, my grandchildren know, tell me things that I don't even know through my own kids. 
of what's happening. And I laugh. <laughs> I go, oh, yeah? Okay. You know, and um, they're feeding me the information, not my daughter or son-in-law. So, yes, I think kids today are definitely... Yeah, yeah I was in the car with my older one in California, and I told them something. I don't know what. And I said, now, we're probably better off if you don't tell your mom and dad. And he said, we do not lie in our family. <laughs> I said, well, you don't have to tell them. He said, well, that's the same thing as lying, Papa. So, so I got in trouble because I forgot to lock the door. Yeah, awesome. listen, we, that, it's, it's a great example, more, yeah, though. It's a great example of that's learning great. from your grown children who are teaching their grand, your grandchildren, and we're all learning new ways. I yeah. think grandpa. I really do think without grandfathers are like more like you know kids to them. I oh, think they're absolutely. playmates. Yes. I think mothers will always be mothers. mothers. Grandmothers will always be grandmothers. Aunts will always be. It's just a, a woman thing, <laughs> right? Okay? Well, we so I'll go out there and I'll play ball with them. I'll play soccer, baseball, basketball. I don't care. Right. You know, well, that's normally not what a woman will do. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, and you have that wink, wink. How do we find the edge of not getting oh, yeah. in trouble? Yeah. Right. You yeah. know, where yeah. you're right. looking for the boundaries. Right. right. And right. how can we tip over them? And that's a fabulous thing to give boys and girls out there. Get ready, Blake. (laughs) He's taught him how to play ball. Right, and the other thing is I think grandparents have a lot of energy. I know I have unsurmountable amount of energy. I can go and I can do, whereas your kids, my kids, they all work. They come home. They are beat. I mean, rightfully so. Okay, so when my grandchildren say, let's go to the park, and I say, sure, okay, whereas their parents... They say, let's go to the park, and they go, not, not now. I think that's the difference. You know, if, you don't, if you're home with your children and you have the luxury of not having to work together, it's one thing. But when you have to work, that's where grandparents right. have the energy. We're not, well, your wife works like crazy, but, <laughs> I mean, I'm not working. They threw me out of the business. So I have <laughs> a lot of time and a lot of energy to give to them at this point because I'm still in good shape. You know, and I said, when mm-hmm. the day comes, they'll take care of me. Right. That's all. I think one of the things that... Uh, frustrates me is in this new age of technology mm-hmm. I don't really understand it mm-hmm. I don't want to understand mm-hmm. it and when I go out to California they're only allowed one hour a day mm-hmm. of screen time mm-hmm. but during that hour they're playing a game and they want me to play with them and I don't even understand the rules <laughs> or how you play if and you... we don't have the fine motor no. skills to and I don't do even know if I win or lose the last time I was there she called and I told her that I beat him in a game and he got on the phone and said grandma he didn't beat me. I let him win. <laughs> it's the truth. I had no idea what I was doing. Now, IT today, we didn't grow up with it. They did. I'm in total agreement with you. It's one, or your kids. I don't, I spend very little time on iPads and, and TVs. Right. I'm arts and crafts, games, dolls, mm-hmm. uh, d- d- swimming. I don't care. I tell them all the time. No iPads mm-hmm. with grandma. I don't like them. I don't understand them. And I don't honestly know what they're actually looking at. And that concerns me well, also. Well, they'll probably have to sit with you before, as they get into that school-age um, techno well, experience. We started to ask Karen what difference. In, in that changing oh, yeah, world, the changing right. culture. Um, I, you know that I believe, you know, knowledge is power. And I'm a big, you know, believer of that. But sometimes I look at the young people today, my own daughter and son-in-law, and maybe... They are so easily uh, accessible to so much information. Sometimes I think it gets in the way of their instincts. I think that when we parented, we kind of went with our heart, 
and we made mistakes and we didn't beat ourselves up about it and I we I know for me personally I didn't read 82 articles before I decided how I was going to parent and I think they're losing sometimes the the fluidness and the everyday enjoyment because they're so stuck on way it's supposed to be and there is no way it's supposed to be and they get conflicting yes. responses yes. when they go online yes and i also think the kids today are the parents today are filled with guilt because they're not spending the time with their parents absolutely mm-hmm. and that guilt is the worst thing they can do to themselves yeah. and what the research is showing is the guilt is up but also the time with the children is it's up, up. So, and now dads are feeling guilt which we've never seen never before seen. you know whatever dads did was bonus and now it's it's oh no I'm not doing enough because I'm supposed to be you know the perfect husband the perfect father the perfect employee the everything and yeah, so exactly. that, that not enoughness of right. this culture is under uh, and I'm curious to ask you a question. Um, as far as I, I, the stuff I've read over the years, I never had guilt about not being with my girls because I knew they were getting the love and the attention. And thank, not good, thank God, they grew up fabulous two girls. But do you really think that I think children that spend all their time with their parents are not? Research is clear on girls and working mothers, and that is that gr- daughters of working mothers believe that they are more capable and masterful out there in the world. Yeah, and I do, um, and that's and, what I was and, and I always say to parents, that doesn't mean you have to go out there and get a paid job, but it means your children have to see you as a person with commitments and values mm-hmm. and doing things out there in the community mm-hmm. so that they see you beyond just, I'm here to meet your needs. Because um, it gives it rebalances the family. Yeah, because I, I mean, I just never had the guilt. I always did what I had to do when I worked. I never and, had the guilt. Either and and you know, I find, and I listen to the girls because I'm here a lot, and I listen to a lot of them talking how they feel guilty and this and that, and I go, girls, nothing's ever better, enough, and no, no choice you make is ever good enough because you you're always asking. It's almost like that Could fear of missing out. Could I have fear done of missing better? Out I think on, one it, thing that's changed, which I think is fabulous, that. Dads are more and more involved. Full partners. And I think that is just amazing. I was very blessed. He was my partner. Mm -hmm. And when he wasn't working, uh, he was home with me. And Brian did not know who the mother and the father was because he was teaching at that time. So he came home and he took over for me and I left, you know. But I see the dads here and I see their involvement and it, I think it's just, that I feel is a wonderful change and there's that, it's magnificent. you know. And I think it's even true even in terms of grandparents because I think that we, we're redefining ages, agelessness and yes. so in a way that your hands-on and your wisdom and your participation and, and also just your availability is there in a whole new way. Well, it's wonderful for me when I'm out there on the carpool line becoming friendly with so many grandparents. So that tells me they're here and involved with their children. I think Maddie is unique, that that's her every day. I see her every day, twice a day, whatever. Right, but (laughs) most, you know, I can't even think of a day that goes by that there's not a grandparent in our program who's not bringing their their grandchildren or getting a call, my mother's coming, or my, and the involvement is, and as we said, grandparents today are not what our grandparents mm-hmm. were. And, they were old. Uh, yes, they were <laughs> old, that's for sure. Exactly. And uh, so I think that 
also is an amazing thing for our young children growing up. And it comes to how many times a day do your children call you? Or connect with you. You know, the bottom line is, we might not, we didn't call our mothers every day. Oh, when I tell Beth, I used to. <laughs> you did. I did. I did. <laughs> when I tell Beth, I used to call once a week from college on a Sunday morning, and that was all she, you know, it's. it's and it makes uh, me crazy when my kids don't call me every day. Right. I mean, I'm so used to, uh, that's just part of my crazy, it's me. It, it has nothing to do with them. But it's also what makes you this heart in a very big extended family that's yeah, very open and embracing. Yeah, and that's how my whole family is. I think family. another thing that really gives a lot of pleasure is when your children come to you and say, I've got this situation with my child. How, wh- give me some advice. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen a lot, but, mm-hmm. but it, you, I feel great when they do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like Nancy was saying, I mean, they have all those, they're, bring, they're reading all that stuff and they have a ton of information, but you're still in that mix. Yes. You're still the sounding board. Even if they're not going to take your recommendations or your advice, mm-hmm. they still need you to know their hearts. Mm-hmm. They still need you to know what they're thinking and feeling. Mm-hmm. And they absolutely, in many cases, need your, maybe not approval, but definitely respect because... How can they do this without well, having yeah, that? For well, them. the respect goes both ways. You right. have to respect right. them for what they they are, and we they need to respect us for what we are. Yeah. And if you lose that, then you've lost it all. Well, I have six more questions here, but we're out of time. <laughs> but the wrap up is always the same, and it's how have you got this? So whether it's your relationship with your children, it's what your grandchildren will know about you and from you and through you. Um, you, this relationship that's a new relationship in your lives, but that I know all three of you are doing masterfully, how have you got this? Maddie? Well, I have got it by having my daughter and son-in-law have the confidence with it and respect to give me my grandchildren and to be able to grow older with them and enjoy them and watch them blossom in every single way and you know hoping they're going to become the people we would like them to and knowing that my children and my grandchildren know they can call on me at any time for anything and that's what I want to do at this point in my life and hopefully down the line it will come back to me. (laughs) (laughs) They got you covered. (laughs) Nancy? I guess for me, the fact that I'm going to have the amazing, amazing opportunity and pleasure to have my grandchild come to this program that is my passion, and I can be part of his everyday uh, growth and development and uh, his uh, education is just the biggest high. You okay, know. for everybody out there in Radio Land, you cannot imagine <laughs> these these sun rays that are coming <laughs> off of her, and she's beaming. Right. Um, and because you, know, you know how many children I've I've had the pleasure of being involved with, and uh, it's been amazing. And I love I do love them. I love them so much. Yeah. But the fact that my grandchild can walk through these doors and get the opportunity to have my staff be part of their lives is the biggest blessing. And And I guess I want everybody, all the parents out there, to just know how, how it feels to hear these grandparents say, my grandchildren. There's something in that, that connection, in that 
thread. In, and there's something there that defies any explanation by me. My grandchild, my grandchildren. Fred, how have you got I'm this? not really sure how to answer the question. Um, years ago, I worked for somebody, and he called me in his office one day. I was in sales. And he said, you're always the number one salesman every month, every year. How do you do it? I said, I don't know. He said, what do you mean you don't know? I said, I'm just Fred. I don't, I don't know how to define that. And it's the same thing with, with dealing with the grandchildren. I, I just, I don't, I don't know if I can explain it. I'm just me. Whatever that is, good, bad, or indifferent, I'm just me, and they get what they get, and I am who I am, and I don't really analyze it. So I'm not sure I know how to answer that question. That's kind of perfect, because <laughs> the best quote I know for parents, and now I know it's true for grandparents, is all you ever really teach is yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you put that out there, mm-hmm. for them to know Fred, mm-hmm. for them to have had Fred in their life, mm-hmm. I mean, that will surpass... You're going to make me cry, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. It's a pretty good place to end this. Thank you all very, very much. And cheers to you. Thank you. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow. Listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey. Loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules. You write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with parent Dear Wester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to the front and the follow for the song listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.